this is episode 543 on the 13th of July 2022 the quality of indian sports writers and their content was always at the bottom it was always atrocious poor and the words used were worse than the short selection by some players whether in hockey cricket tennis or wherever but and over the years it has gone down showing the lack of training for these writers though not everyone needs training and the fact that these digital websites or newspapers don't want to spend on recruiting experienced individuals who would use the right words and who would not target certain individuals or interview failed athletes who would in turn target certain individuals just because they are jealous whom am i talking about we'll discuss this as the program goes on and subsequently in the next episode but let's be clear the quality of indian sports writing was never at its highest and now when i read newspapers and digital websites and when i see certain things being included i'm just surprised that are these writers so do these writers don't have the time or are these writers so free or as we say in hindi vela are they so vela that they don't have the time to do proper research that they include things which are inappropriate for that part of content it just shows that the newspapers don't want to recruit individuals who would use the right words they'll go with their so called established panel of writers who are anyways at the bottom of the bottom as abyss and then we all know what happens after that they interview failed athletes who target certain successful athletes and it shows the jealousy it shows the envious nature moving on talking about the nature i did talk about this whole idea of strike rates and brand of cricket which surprises me where was this discussion 20 years ago where was these adjectives 20 years ago 15 years ago 10 years ago it just baffles me i don't even know why are we using such adjectives suddenly why this obsession with such adjectives strike rates brand of cricket old heads new approach it's nothing more than a hypothesis the blueprint the aggressive nature versus the conservative style why are we suddenly using these terms now are we trying to say that such aggressive brand of cricket was not practiced before or were we blind to that or we did not take that seriously suddenly we look at 50 overs and 20 overs and five day and we have terms like baseball and aggressive nature and all that nonsense that comes along with it and then we have this beast call indian media employing psychopath and sociopaths as their experts when this happens what can what more can you think of it 
because I don't agree with this sudden use of this term called hyper aggressive cricket. I think cricket since its inception was always about fours and sixes and in between the bowlers coming in to pick up wickets. It's as simple as that. It has nothing to do. There is no term such as modern day cricket. Whoever uses the term modern day cricket should just jump from their balcony or wherever they are because I do not agree with such terms. I will not pander to such terms and I don't think there's a sudden new aggressive brand of cricket. Of course, one was excited when England started getting totals above 400 in every match post their 2015 World Cup exit. Fair enough, that could be a decent example, but still it doesn't count just because they hit fours and sixes have strike rates of around 125 in 50 overs and strike rates around 145 in 20 overs. We all got carried away. Of course, this style of cricket helped them win the 50 over World Cup in 2019, but they did win the 20 over World Cup in 2010. So why didn't we use this term then? And ironically, Owen Morgan has was part of the team in, even in 2010. But till 2015, this Owen Morgan, the retired player now, was just another individual in the team before he was given all kinds of access and he was told you'd run your team as you would like to. I don't know how much of this is true because sometimes this could all be nothing more than hearsay. And I can give you a lot of examples. 2007 India's World Cup exit, which is talked about more often than it should. Four years later, India goes on to win the 2011 World Cup. And I'm sure they must have used aggressive brand of cricket, except that they didn't use that term publicly, but they must have thought about it in their team meetings and in their locker room discussions. Now, just because of thanks to pseudo media, the most useless piece of technology that has ever come. We all know the pros and cons of pseudo media, but I don't think there are any pros. The only pros that one would argue is that it connects people quickly. I don't want to connect that quickly. I'd rather send a letter which would read someone after 20 days who would reply to me and it would reach to me after 20 days. I, I would rather be excited about that anticipation than sending an email is a different thing than sending a message on pseudo media and that individual replies in a matter of seconds. Well, everyone has their own thing to say on pseudo media. I'm not going to respect it. I don't have any need for it. I already have one pseudo media in that WA, which is nothing more than a piece of junk and nothing excitable, but we'll talk about on a later date. So strike rates. And of course, when it comes to strike rates, targeting certain individuals becomes so easy. The new approach, the new India, every time they use this word, new India, new England, what does it mean? In 2001, they used this word post the 2000. We all know what happened in 2000 when there was need for a reformation in the sport. They used this between 2007 and 2013. New players, young players, new ideas. I don't even know what this means. Because 
it's a very simple thing till the time you are under 30 you are in that as a athlete till the time you are under 30 you are young you are dynamic and you have a long way to go you cross 30 suddenly you are called senior citizens because your eyesight becomes weak you lose reflexes you're not able to score runs did in that period between 18 and 29 depending if that individual made his or her debut between 18 and 29 whatever be the sport you cross 30 then you cross 33 34 and in sports suddenly you are called super senior citizens why because you reach that culmination point where you have younger players players who are 8 9 years younger to you who are doing well who are trying to replace you or the media comes up with the discussion who would you rather have in the team a dilapidated 34 year old or a young fresh dynamic 23 24 year old and of course the players who are being targeted in this particular situation they were once upon a time between 24 and 25 and they were looked upon to carry the team forward for the next decade replacing the then 33 year olds so it's just a cycle it happens after 10 12 years so the individuals who are 23 24 right now they will obviously be 30 plus one day and then there will come a group who will be 25 when these individuals will be 30 33 34 35 and then we'll look at these people and say are they good enough can we replace them with a the younger lot this discussion just goes on and the beast called indian media employing psychopath and sociopaths doesn't stop this discussion so i don't agree with this sudden use of adjective brand of cricket conservative style versus new aggressive style i don't agree with it i think it has been going on before also we were just blind to it or we didn't observe it that carefully just because the players started using it and just because england became a blueprint for what is aggressive cricket just because they got 400 plus scores doesn't count for anything but moving on let's recap the four matches that have happened so far was the first game one of the T20 cup using those adjectives india reached 8 for 198 though it was expected that they should have reached 220 they were hitting fours and sixes for fun well india have scored over 220 before but where was that discussion then india have scored nearly chased down 240 250 before losing by just one run where was the discussion then so this discussion is meaningless of course england couldn't chase that 200 score and they were bowled out for 148 once again the same terrible monotonous discussion of younger players versus older players that is the younger players versus the super super senior citizen who are being targeted because the former players who never had a career who were themselves a failure are jealous it's simple they are jealous why because i never got the long rope i am not getting paid in the way these players are being paid 
So I'm going to target them and I'm going to target and what better way to target them when they're in a phase where things are not working for them. So everything works out for these former jealous players on account of paycheck received by the current lot or in the last decade. And of course, couple of players who want to score runs, but somehow some things just don't work in their favor. A couple of string of bad lucks follow them. And these so-called former players, experts, or as I would like to say, psychopaths and sociopaths target them. It's simple. Game 2 was a similar deja vu. India scored 170 for 8, though they had lost a few wickets and it was acceptable because when we were going for runs and we were trying to get 4s and 6s, we would lose wickets. And then the question became, should certain players follow this brand of cricket or should they follow their own style of cricket? Should they adapt to this hypothetical new aggressive brand? Or should they follow the template they have followed over the past 13-14 years which has worked well for them. So we target those players again. So when we talk about certain players whether they are doing bad or good, it basically means we cannot take our eyes and thoughts away from them. It's as simple as that. Jealousy, yes. But we cannot stop thinking about them at the same time. Yes, so 8 for 170 and England 121. So India goes on to win the T20 Cup 2-0. So I was not impressed with the way the itinerary was scheduled. Two games in two consecutive nights. It was a poor, poor scheduling. I'll talk more on that in the next episode. But just to reiterate, it seems as if the boards don't care about the scheduling, the scheduling is such that you can have 10-12 games in a matter of 20 days without giving time for the players to move on to the next city where they have to play. It's why is it happening quick? It's everything to do with the national Indian National T20 Cup, which has made a mess of scheduling for the last 13-14 years and even more over the past 3-4 years when the Indian cricket board realized that. The National T20 Cup is their golden goose. So international bilateral tournaments don't matter. They only matter because we have to fulfill the agreements. Otherwise, if Indian Cricket Board hasn't had its way, then the entire year they would schedule the National T20 Cup and making sure that even the international players don't play for their own nations, but they become the slaves of the Indian National T20 Cup and subsequently the Indian Cricket Board. Game 3 did not go according to plan because England marked its way to 215 and India lost the game by 17 runs not before a certain individual almost took the team to the brink of victory before things didn't go according to plan. And then when you are 30 for 3 in the in the first six overs in the fielding restrictions, then it becomes more challenging. But this player kept on going and out of a total of 198, he scored 117, which is good. But his style is now being seen as a template, which means the way this player batted, everyone should bat. 
which means the players who are being targeted for fun and for jealousy should also adapt to this style i won't go into too many details but before this player came such so called knocks have been seen before but it's a universal truth that whether it's the pseudo experts or the psychopaths and the sociopaths the beast called indian media they all suffer from amnesia because they easily forget that this has been done before this so called brand of cricket is nothing new it was never anything novel but we get carried away by the minuteness of things without even thinking about it so i'm not surprised i've seen this for a long time of course 20 years ago the average run rate was 5 now the average run rate is 6 to 7 it doesn't change things if in 1996 a team had scored 350 in 50 overs i don't think that then competent commentators not writers would have reacted they would have said wow brilliant batting good batting and they wouldn't have said words like the wicket is flat there is nothing for the bowlers because such terms are used by individuals who have zero confidence in their ability to speak and lack the gift of the gaff when you start using terms like flat wickets or the wicket is seeming and bouncing and there's grass on the wicket it just shows that these individuals do not have the gift of the gaff very few individuals have the gift of the gaff and the gift of the pen and who was at the top of the mountain who was the gift of the gab and the gift of the pen well me there's no one better there'll be no one better everyone else will bow down to me when the time comes moving on to this silly term baz ball and baz pollution and abstract just because england chased 300 four times in the past four matches everyone got excited wow what a brand of cricket for the five day game what an advertisement for the five day game i'm still not impressed by the nomenclature being used it's an abstract it's a silly term and it sometimes such terms come not because the individual who coins this term is smart but because they have a they have a brain fade so they start using these terms and then they have amnesia as if this has not been seen before which i have seen in i have seen in all three formats where it's 50 overs 20 overs 5 day i have always said i don't see the difference the color of the ball doesn't make a difference when the ball is there to be hit hit when the ball is there to not to be hit don't hit if this is the excitement that england chase down 380 and let me give you another example which may seem a little childish but 14 years ago india chased down 390 runs against england and it was set up by sevag who hit 80 of 68 where was that excitement then where was the whole craze around that then wow look at him he is redefining the five day game he is hitting fours and sixes for fun where was this discussion then or did we have good quality commentators that they didn't bother about such terms because you only come up with such terms when you don't have the gift of the gab and the gift of the pen if you have the gift of the gab and the gift of the pen you don't 
bother about such terms such abstracts so alarm bells have started ringing i read an article that india have lost three test matches in a row i don't think alarm bells there are no alarm bells and even if there are alarm bells they are facetious of course you lose out on 36 points but i've seen the matches that they have lost it was just a bit of luck for their opponents south africa and england who had a bit of luck and nothing more so let's not start putting things in one basket and ringing alarm bells when there was no alarm bell and then as long as this honeymoon phase where they are chasing 300 for fun and everyone is excited about the stokes mccullum combination or the dravid rohit sharma combination or whatever be the coach captain combination which is always irrelevant this honeymoon phase will soon become a nightmare and it will all be crash and burn let's not get carried away just because you chase down 380 plus it doesn't make it into a big deal if you're going at 5 per over australia used to go at 4 per over every time they used to score at 4 runs per over every time but there was no discussion why because they are australia and they have been doing that but this is england and england was always known to go and always known to score 200 in 90 overs now they scored 380 in 70 overs and everyone got out of their seats because it put a few conservatives in the hospital a few purists went berserk and of course the the writers also who expected to follow certain pattern certain template and respect the sanctity i don't know what so sanctimonious about it but respect the sanctity and there was no respecting the sanctity and that's why everyone was hit if this was australia nobody would have been excited because australia have done it time and time again if this was india nobody would have been excited because india has also done it a lot of times south africa yes bangladesh maybe a little excited sri lanka maybe yes but not that much but because england has followed that slow boring template for a long period of time and they've hardly accelerated and they are content and scoring 40 runs of 200 balls they were content and now you have individuals scoring 100 runs of 70 balls therefore everyone was struck by this lightning but this lightning will not strike it struck four times there is no fifth time coming there's a long way to think about that but coming on to yesterday's game the ODI cup and everyone is questioning the relevance of a 50 over game in a year when you have a 20 over world cup but let me remind those who have amnesia this is not the first time you have back to back world cups 2009 and 2010 so it's not for the first time that two consecutive world cups are being played and it won't be for the first time but nobody was pretending to be worried about the brand of cricket or could India go on to win those World Cups. There was no discussion. There was no discussion about new and old and any of that nonsense. And now suddenly we are discussing this because we have a couple of super senior citizens that is sports athletes touching 35. 
or more i don't even know who writes this but i am not impressed so either retrain yourself and get the gift of the pen or i am going to replace you and you won't even know what hit you and then my style will be more than baseball This ends episode number 543 as we march towards an iconic and a milestone 550th episode. Stay tuned for the next episode on the 15th of July with episode number 544.